Alright folks, welcome back to another episode of your favorite paranormal podcast in the whole world. The Mostly Ghostly Show, myself, Machu, and Ray, my co-host Ray over there. How you doing, Ray? Pretty good, how about you? I'm doing good. They call him Ray the Dark Man. You know what I mean? They used to be DMX. Do you remember the days of DMX? You guys remember him back in the day? Yes, I'm, um, I'm not that old. Yes. I want to rest in peace, DMX, because we're talking about ghostly things. I think DMX is ghosting it up right now with us. He's being a good dude. All right. So today's episode, you know, we're going to dive into uh, maybe quite possibly the biggest folklore to come out of, you know, paranormal folklore, if you will, to come out of Massachusetts. You know, one of the things we're known for uh, is this young lady. You know what I mean? Uh, There's been bands named after her, you know what I mean? Movies made, poetry, you know what I mean? Um, All types of, you know, all types of things have been made in her honor. You know, it's really quite a tragic story as we unfold it. You know, you'll get it. Everybody kind of knows her as this. Society's painted her as this kind of crazy girl that just went crazy one day and killed her fam off. And, uh... We, 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 we don't quite think that's fully quite the case here. You know what I mean? Ray, what do you think? Ray Bootman over there. Before we introduce our guests real quick. Lizzie Borden. What do you think of Lizzie Borden? Uh, I don't know. When I think of Lizzie Borden and that house, yeah, I get, I get Im- images of my head of the blonde lady. She was kind of young. Mm. Don't know who she is. Aid. I I get a, I keep flashing on her, and I've I've never been there, but I whenever I think about it, I link up with her. I uh, I'm with you completely on that. Um, she looks like uh, was it Rachel Adams? Who's the girl in the Master? Does anybody ever see the Master with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman? No. No. Well, there's this girl uh, in, in The Master with a Philip Seymour Hoffman. Her name is Amy Adams. I just wanted to bring everybody on that trip real quick. So Lizzie Borden, you know, given, given her parents wax with an axe. You know, there's a nursery rhyme to go with it and everything. Every good Freddy Krueger had a nursery rhyme. Lizzie Borden needed a nursery rhyme as well. You know, that's, how, that's kind of how it goes. Now, Lizzie Borden... Lizzie Andrew Borden, uh, middle name Andrew. What do you guys think of that? It's very ahead of ahead of her time. Yeah, uh, is she it, didn't is pick a, it. Is that a comment? She, she didn't pick it. Her husband, her father picked it. So would you expect anything less? And her father was a sleaze bag. Oh, a narcissist, a pedophile, a molester. Like the list goes on. Oh, and a groper. Let's not forget that one. It's like uh, it's like a boy named Sue, but reversed a little bit. The Johnny Cash song. You know? Yeah. Was know. Andrew a common name for girls to get back in the day? Uh, no. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, born July 19th in 1860, passed away June 1st, 1927. An American woman tried and acquitted of the August 4th, 1892 axe murders of her father and stepmother in Fall River. 
No one else was charged in the murders, and despite uh, ostracism from their uh, other residents, Borden spent the remainder of her life in Fall River. She died of pneumonia at the age of 66, just days before her death, uh, death before the death of her sister, Emma. Now, Emma, I know, is tied up into it, too, with the, the theories. The, the murders and the trials received widespread publicity throughout the United States, and along with Borden herself, they remain a topic in American pop culture to the, this very day. They've been depicted in numerous films, theatrical productions, literary works, and folk rhymes, and are still very well known in the Fall River area. I can't really think of another spooktacular event from Massachusetts, you know, I mean, it's right up there. And we're, we're a very haunted area, of course. But, so, let's, um, we'll talk a little about the, the you know, Lizzie Borden, you know, like we said, um, you know, there was a wealthy family. They came from a wealthy family, you know, so you, they, you would think privilege. You almost get the... Um, what was it, the Hernandez brothers? Is that was that what it was in the nineties? You almost get yep. that kind of. Whenever you hear privilege and murder going down, you always jump to things like that, where you know spoiled people that had it so good for so long, and then you know one day they were told they can't have something, and they freaked out and killed somebody. That's kind of like what they made her out to sound like, you know. What I mean? But that is uh, not quite the case. You know what I mean. Uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna jump right into the murders, right into the juice, right into the juicy, uh, the juicy meat of the story. And uh, John Morse arrived in the evening of August third, and he slept in the guest room that night. After breakfast the next morning, at which Andrew, Abby, and Lizzie Morse and the Bordens made Bridget, Maggie Sullivan were present. Andrew and Morse went to the sitting room where they chatted for nearly an hour. Morse left around 8.48 a.m. to buy a pair of oxen and visit his niece in Fall River. I like to pick up some oxen whenever I'm in Fall River. You know what I mean? We uh, could barely find a convenience store. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and then, then after that, he was planning to return to the board and home for lunch at noon. Andrew left uh, for his morning walk sometime after 9 a.m. Although the cleaning of the guest room was one of Lizzie and Emma's regular chores, Abby went upstairs sometime between 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. to make the bed. According to forensic investigation, Abby was facing her killer at the time of the attack. She was first struck on the side of the head with the hatchet, uh, which cut her just above the, the ear, causing her to turn and fall face down on the floor, uh, creating contusions on her nose and forehead. The killer then struck her multiple times, delivering 17 more direct hits to the back of her head, killing her. When Andrew returned at around 10.30 a.m., his key failed to open the door, so he knocked for attention. Sullivan went to unlock the door, finding it jammed. She uttered an expletive. Uh, she would later testify that she heard Lizzie laughing immediately after this. She did not see Lizzie, but stated that the laughter was coming from atop the stairs. This was considered significant as Abby was already dead by this time, and her body would have been visible to anybody at the home's second floor. 
Lizzie later denied being upstairs and testified that her father had asked her where Abby was. And she had replied that a messenger had delivered Abby a summons to visit a sick friend. Lizzie stated that she had then removed Andrew's boots and helped him into his slippers before he lay down on the sofa for a nap. Um, which is an anomaly contradicted by the crime scene photos, which show Andrew wearing boots. Um, She then informed Sullivan of a department store sale and permitted her uh, her to go. But Sullivan felt unwell and went to take a nap in her bedroom instead. Sullivan testified that she was in the third room floor resting uh, from cleaning windows when just before 11.10 a.m. she heard Lizzie call from downstairs. Maggie, come quick. Father's dead. Somebody came in and killed him. Andrew was slumped on the couch in the downstairs sitting room, uh, struck 10 or 11 times with a hatchet-like weapon. One of his eyeballs had been split cleanly in two, suggesting that he had been asleep when attacked. Uh, His still bleeding wounds suggested a very recent attack. Dr. Bowen, the family's physician, arrived at his home across the street to determine that both victims had died. Detectives estimated his death had occurred at approximately 11 a.m. So that was a busy morning over there in the old that household. So the mother, it sounds like the mother got it first. Um, and then they awaited, they awaited, yeah. Now... What was kind of, from what I just read there, what are you guys feeling with that? Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit? Yeah. Listen, if he got locked out of his own house, yeah, and you can't see through the door, how does he know it was Lizzie laughing? Isn't that circumstantial or hearsay at best? That's true. Just saying. And why would that door be locked other than he makes sure that everybody locks the doors. He wants everything locked up. It's like 110. The doctor yeah. lives across the street. He didn't see John Mars walking through the front, all covered in blood, going to his house next door. He lives next door. What the hell he doing in their house? Oh, is it because his wife tried to kill two out of the three kids? I There's a lot of holes. Let's call it Swiss cheese. They'd have to be pretty calm and collected if they killed the mother and then not be able to blow their cover while talking to the father. They, they waited. And it wasn't, well, I should say John waited. And that's and that's what I was told. So, And I didn't know anything about the uncle staying over. I found out that night after Miss Cindy was standing in a pool of blood. Ooh. Did you ruin your shoes? <laughs> I think I got a picture of it. Yeah? It was like The weird. evidence is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I remember, yeah, I don't even know if I introduced everybody. On this show, ladies and gentlemen, we got we got Ray Arnold over here. Yay! We got Sydney. Hello. Of Metro West Paranormal. We have Cynthia Whitney with us. And we have Lisa, the purple Dahlia. And we have Ray Boone. He's now a skeleton up there, but... He's, a, he's able to transform back and forth without issue. I just had a horrid vision of, you know, let's say if one, if me or Ray, one of us was ever to pass, the show would be, that's how the show would look. 
if Ray passed away, that's how the show would look. I'd have his skeleton on display for the show. And vice versa, the same thing for me. I'd still be talking to you. I hope so. <laughs> Hell yeah. We're trying to be the first paranormal show to have a co-host from the other side. Now, that we don't know the surprises, which co-host will it be? That's the truth. The truth. We don't want to tease. All right. So, so you guys don't think that that what what they say happened? You don't feel that that's what happened at all? So, kind of, what was the vibe of what you guys think went down? I think that. Go ahead, go ahead Lisa. No, you go. You go first, Cindy. I I think for me, um, it really became real when we well, right when we walked into the building, it started right off the rip. Um, yeah. I was itchy. I just was super itchy. We we came into the, I mean, I'll give it to uh, the folks over at the Lizzie Borden house. They did. I thought they did a great job um, in, introducing everything and, and, and giving us some cool technology to pay, play with. And, and for me, it became real when we were downstairs and the technology and the folklore and Lisa's talent was all tying together. And this is where um, and they were complimenting each other as to what we were experienced was valid. Um, and she came right out swinging, like something's wrong here. This guy's creepy. I think you started talking to the dad first downstairs, right? I thought it was, first I thought it was the maid. Well, I was hoping it was the maid. Then I was hoping maybe it was her sister. Hoping it was Lizzie. Hoping it was the mother. That only two other creeps in the in the lot and yeah so but i mean it's true the second we went in the second i got out of my car i was like to ray i'm like okay this is the, this is where the murderer walked like there was no getting over like i could see him walking and i'm like how do you just walk along with blood all over you and ain't nobody gonna say like excuse me sir somebody die you know what i mean like Everybody's up in everybody's business because this family had money. Yeah. Just, yeah, there was too much. Even like, what, we were in this kitchen, what, five minutes and somebody was playing with my hair. The two-tone hair, I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, apparently it's very popular now with dead people, so, uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it, 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 it brings excitement and happiness to the scene, you know what I mean? It's almost got a blood type deal to it. It looks like it dipped in some blood. Maybe it's horrifying. Maybe they can appreciate that. So, I know that you guys, yeah. <laughs> not, where, not where I was touched. <laughs> so, oh, okay. All right. Right. Hey, Arnold, were I, I you all... touched? No, I was not touched. Okay. I, I know I why, never, right? It, it was the first time ever that a spirit has touched me. I've had spirits talk through me. I've had spirits <laughs> try to put themselves through me. But never, ever has one touched me. Right? It, like, happened. When I was leaving, we, we stopped in the bathroom. Ray was looking at his peculiar red light that he can tell you about. And I went <laughs> to the bathroom. I had one. I had just one. Just, like, we're leaving here. I was in awe of the whole situation and the whole experience. I wanted to go in that bathroom. And as I was turning out, right in my stomach, I'll never forget this feeling of a pinch, tickle, twist. All at once, right here. Right. And I was just like, <laughs> That's it, right there. Pinch, tickle, twist. I 
I've never felt anything or experienced anything like it. Unbelievable. I'm setting a trend now. Another location I also got groped at. So, yeah. I'm just thinking. Yeah. <laughs> we're standing there, and so we're asking questions. And the woman, when I had gone down the stairs, wanted me to go ahead of her. And I said, oh, no, you go first. She's like, can I ask why? And I said, yeah, anything happens, I'm the first one out. Anything really bad happens, you're going to break my fall. I got it made. I just have to be faster than one person. But then when I hit the bottom stair, it smelled like dead. Like just, like, yeah, it was human remains. You could smell it. And I said, who's the mortician? And everybody said, no, 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 he has no, nothing. I go, He's a mortician. He does something with the bodies or draining guys. And they go, and then he does some weird stuff with the bodies. And everybody's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, okay. And then that woman who got touched first was the one who wanted me to go ahead of her. She bolted right her. She was on fire, like <laughs> whoosh. And then her friends went to get her back and they convinced her to come back in. And then we see these two people lying in their pajamas on a pull-out couch in front of us. And the woman who ran out said, um, can you see them? Oh. Yeah. Are they alive? And I go, well, yeah, but the night's early. We just got here. <laughs> Anything could happen. And it was like, why would you go to an inn spend that kind of money with sleep in a room? It no wasn't the most friendliest looking what, room. It wasn't very welcome. Yeah. Let me see if this person. Yeah. I, I, that was pretty much where I got stuck. So it, I was there. I had the dousing rods. The, the woman guide from the Lizzie Borden house, um, had gone into some explanations. I had asked where the underwater spring is because there's some sort of underwater, I mean, moving water underneath the house. And that's where I was told that the item went. But then that's when I started to get touched. And I was like, mm, I'm going to regret asking, but I'm going to ask anyways. And I was like, you know, was it the maid? And no. The sister? No. Lizzie? No. The stepmother? No. Okay, so I'm choosing my lesser two evils here. Do I want to go with the murderer or do I want to go with the pedophile? So I think we'll go with the murderer first. Was it John? No. Mr. Borden, yes. Um, there's very few places a woman will get touched in the place that I got touched other than giving birth and a doctor's visit. Mm. Right? <coughs> so, yeah. That, yeah. And we've already told upstairs from the staff of Lizzie Borden that, you know, he likes voluptuous women. That's great. Really? <laughs> That's just wonderful. I got a couple other visions with that place, but I couldn't place them because I don't, I never, I never Google or get information prior to me going. It's not that I don't trust anybody. Well, maybe I don't trust everybody else, but too many people would just want to ride on somebody else's coattails and say, yeah, I got the same thing just so they won't stand out. I want to yeah. be the Christopher Columbus. Let, let me do my own investigating. Let me get what I get. And then you can either tell me I'm correct or, you know, Tell me to go fly a kite, whatever. But I had no idea about the mortician thing. I had no idea about 
Well, I did know that it was, I, I kept calling it porridge because to me it looked like rancid oatmeal. Yeah. I'm just thinking like, that would leave me sick just, just being in the room. Never mind watching somebody eat it. I wouldn't eat it, but so whatever. The house doubled as a, a, a morgue or he just did that elsewhere? I think he did it earlier on. And the vision that I got was the original mother mm-hmm. might not have been fully dead yet. He was oh. just tired of paying out the money to have her taken care of. And listen, I've never been in one of the general stores. I don't know. Can you order some arsenic with a pound of coffee? Probably back then. Nobody's going to blink an eye back then. There was something put into a, it was, it looked like a needle, but it was metal. So no doubt to me, like I'm it screams lead poisoning right there, but it, that's not what killed her. It was the thing that he put, had in there. It was either rat poisoning or there's just some sort of what he gave it to her in the neck. What I'm getting is, is that Lizzie saw that from the outside. Mm. So if you're autistic, and back then they didn't have a word for autistic, you just messed up. Um, that means that she doesn't wear her emotions on her face like we do. It means that, you know, she's got a great poker face. Yeah. Well, she's watching this, so why wouldn't she be scared of her father? Well, we don't know exactly how long it was before he married the stepmother, of which Lizzie does not want her. They don't, like, gave her mother 40 wax. Like, she went ballistic stepmother. Mm. I can see why, because she sat there and she knew what was going on and she did nothing anyways. And the sister got married, right? The sister was allowed to go off and get married. But Mr. Borden bought little Prissy her own house and didn't do squat for, you know, Lizzie. Oh, she sent, he sent her on a cruise. Yeah. What was the cost of that cruise? I'm just saying. You hear that a lot with weird relations, like, like fathers or whatever that are like bad news, they'll like they'll they they, they won't give the attention to one kid, but like give it all to the other, and it creates yeah. kind of like a an issue. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not an only child. I wish, but I wasn't. Yeah, I pray, but I'm still not. I'd, I'd rewrite history if I could, but I can't. <laughs> I can just know that I was my mom's favorite. <laughs> oh, well, for a reason. Well, that's good. And her but mom it, was there with us. Her mom. Yeah. Because, like, when, when yeah. a little girl's in the room and something goes wrong, who's the first person you call? Your mom. mom. That's true. <laughs> your mama and your aunt. The two mm-hmm. people that everybody's afraid of, well, they're already crossed over. Oh, yeah. no, no. We're, we're equalizing this out now. <laughs> now, all those, that whole list of people you went through, you think they're all in that house? Uh, in the afterlife? Like, you had... Yeah. I'm not getting that John the Murderer is there. Yeah. But I will say that somebody did message my page a few days after and was like, you've got it all wrong. I've solved it. It's sitting on the DA's desk in Fall River. And I'm like, okay. I go, but your video seems to have left out a lot. Like, you show a video of, of, of a picture, a great picture. Um, you kind of going to need to connect the dots for everybody who goes, like I did, like, what the hell is this about? You show me a picture and somehow you think you solved the murder. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you playing with me? Because, like, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do with cold cases. You're not even close. <laughs> Apparently, this was a plot with uh, a neighbor, a girl, when they were young. 
I don't know if I'm buying that because Lizzie wasn't exactly hiding from us. At first, she was hesitant, but when she fully understood that we were on her side, she did I mean, she was very honest with us. I, we, I went in there like, you know, CSI, like, these are the questions I have. Give me the facts and just the facts. And Lizzie did not hold back, but that the blood dripping from the ceiling, why is that? Like, I know we bled out, but like, the room's over there, so how the hell did it, and why is it in a perfect circle? Yeah. And then I, and then I look up, and they, they're Cindy, and I'm like, oh, damn, had a little blood, like, no, no. Nope. And the nope. chair was rocking. That's when the chair was rocking right there. There's a rocking chair that was going back and forth. And they and the other group was with us. They had that technology. I don't I don't know if it was on your device where you can no. see the skeleton. Yes. The that was the woman that got chased out and the other one that got broke. She was she holding was it on her friend. It looked the woman that's sitting in the chair was not moving. And the SLS showed her dancing a jig with her legs. Sitting yeah. in the <laughs> and we're looking at it and looking at her and she's like, what? I'm like, no, yeah, no, it's okay. Like, I didn't, what the hell's that about? Right. But then I said to somebody like, am I crazy? Or did that chair just rock? And they were like, uh-huh. But this guy went after that woman and she was blonde. So it's he's got a specific type, don't they? All have a specific type. How old and was it's Lizzie? Massachusetts. Yeah. How old was Lizzie when this went down? Was Anybody? she thirty-two? When you mean when the murder happened, or when yeah. he first molested her? Um, murder when the murder happened. And uh, we'll we'll ask about that after. Because I got a question. I'm curious what her like romantic life was like outside. She didn't of, have no romantic life. She no, wanted a romantic life. Her her father ruined that for her because he's too damn cheap. And we should be calling her by her right name, Elizabeth. Well, Elizabeth. she likes Elizabeth. She was born Lizzie, but later on she had a change to Elizabeth without the e. We don't I, listen. That might have been the fashion back then. I don't know. Who am I to judge? Yeah, I will judge that. He's a pedophile. He's a creepy little... Mm. So when did he When did he start that behavior with her? Shortly after the mother, the, the biological mother died. mother died. Yeah. Now, that's as far back as she would take me. So I don't know anything of like when her mother was carrying her or whatnot. It's just that she was more the handsome one where her sister was more the beautiful one yeah uh it does have that vibe it does have that but that, that's why i was a little curious i'm you know of of, of uh, you know maybe a preference you know maybe a preference of who she liked you know what i mean and, actually, I, and I, think, I don't think it had anything to do with one being beautiful and the other one just being handsome i think it had a lot to do with overpower because usually pedophiles it's not just about the sex act it's about power and control yeah rape too they say rape's more about yeah. power than it is about sex but nothing here says you're getting away with it today right. tomorrow i'll cross over tonight i'll still make it up for breakfast it's okay <laughs> yeah. i'm with you well i think there was a thought too that maybe the uncle was allowed to partake in these actions as well and maybe there was an end to that which prompted why he committed the murders yeah. First of all, he wanted money. Second of all, yeah, they yeah, were passing around. I remember that part. Yeah. And Lizzie, this, I, first thing I got when we pulled up, I'm like, why am I getting two children? 
because I've never in my life heard about kids at the Lizzie Borden house. Right. And then, and I mean, it was coming up on the, the app I had before we even went in, it was saying like, you know, acts, um, there was something to do with the church and I, it, it just wasn't fitting. And I said to Ray, anything about a woman killing kids? And he's like, not that I know of. I'm like, okay. We go in and apparently, yeah, um, John's wife was a total nutcase. Tried to kill three of her kids. Okay. One survived, the other two were dead. So instead of saying, okay, so my wife's a nutcase, he's now on, let's, let's, you know, let's everybody direct our attention towards Lizzie because then that makes me a better person. Right. But Lizzie stays there because she's protecting the children's spirits because she's afraid that her father's going to do it to them again. And you hear a lot about that with rich families where they will dish off. Like, oh. there'll be a lot of... Ver- there'll be evil ones and they'll dish it off on the quiet one or something like that. You know what I mean? It's not a thing of the past. They still do it now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Take a walk down Newberry Street. Right. It's true. Now, Ray Arnold, you said something about a red light? You caught a red light? Yeah, that, that, that was wild. It was like before um, we're about to leave from the, the first floor. Yeah. They, have a light, they have a light, and it's red. And it actually leads down to the basement. I went to the kitchen. It was all dark. I went to the kitchen. I seen the red light. I'm like, well, it's not a big deal. It's supposed to be on, you know, blah, blah, blah. Are you talking then about the emergency light that we thought we saw was an emergency light that wasn't? It's supposed to be a motion light, okay? It went off. And I looked at it. It went on again. Yeah. Okay. I said, all right. So by this time, the tour guide was coming towards me. And I said to her, I said, well, that light went on and it went off again. And she says, well, right. She goes, that's a motion light. I'm like, okay, but there's one thing. And she goes, well, what's that? I said, you got people still downstairs walking around. It should still be on. And it went back on and it stayed on. And she, she told me, she said, um, yeah, she goes, that light's been known to do that. So, but yeah, yeah. it was what happened. There was a lot of things <laughs> that happened. I came around the corner and I saw him tapping it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, was, I was trying to tap it. I want to make sure it was uh, the function of the light, right? And the thing's like, I'm like, okay. So I'm just like talking to the spirits. I'm like, well, let's do it again. You know? <laughs> it's crazy. And Lisa, when you when you when you felt kids there, that you thought it was John's John's kids, maybe. No, that- no I, at first when we pulled up, I'm like, okay, I've only seen pictures of it. Yeah. And Ray and I were talking how like the pictures are always like you're like this kind of view. <laughs> we're like, why is that? Oh, there it is. Now we know why because the sidewalk literally is probably like ten feet from the front door. Go down the staircase, boom, you're right there. So that's really the only photo you're gonna get. But right away, I was getting, that's weird. I, I keep getting that there's a woman and two children that are dead. And I don't know what this has to do with them. Like, cause that doesn't look like there's a house. Maybe there was a house back then. Like, you know, I'm always asking Ray, like, you know, is, was there a house here? Did it look differently? Have you seen pictures? Cause I go with nothing. Mm. Give me the address, type it in and I'm, and we're good. We go. I couldn't figure it out. And then when we parked and then walked across the street, right away I got, like, I'm watching this man come out of the driveway, turn, come in the direction that we were, and then turn again into the yellow house. And I said, there's something with the yellow house. And Ray's like, I don't know if that's old. And I'm like, no, it's related, and I don't know how. 
because you never he you never hear anything in the, in the history of Lizzie Borden, the nursery rhyme or otherwise, about this yellow house or the fact that oh, it's a blood relative that lives next door. Ew, his wife was a psycho. It almost seems like you know, if you were of a certain age, you were passed around like like an appetizer. And right. what a sick! And there's never just one pedophile in the family. There's always right. another. There's always another. And John's the one that did it. Now, months before, I was testing a new tool that I had gotten. And so I wanted to show it to Ray. And literally, it was like we were sitting down at a city hall meeting. And we were put to the side like the little kid's table at Thanksgiving. And they had their own conversation about the whole Lizzie Borden thing. The second that Ray tries to be sly and videotape it, it just stopped dead cold. And I was like, whoa. Like that, like, whoa. Yeah. We didn't know that, first of all, I guess they had a dinner with the dead. I'm just thinking, I, I don't think I could get by that that spoiled, that rancid porridge. I, I don't think I could eat anything there, cracker, right. nothing. Yeah. But we were there just after the anniversary. Yeah. So I don't know if that still had a lot to do with it. It was around the time of a new moon. There's a there was a major energy shift, but I think for Lizzie, she was kind of relieved that like because we don't blame her, we just don't think the father got enough wax. That's all. So, do you think that um, if if John was to be that way as well, do you think that maybe the wife wasn't crazy? Maybe he made her crazy with doing that to the kids, and then she thought that maybe the only way to take her kids out of that trauma would be to do something that drastic. Yeah, but- but you got to remember, in the history of New England, we had, um, like, you couldn't eat rye bread because it created some sort of poison if it got moldy. Right. Um, you know, lead poisoning back then, did, were they checking to make sure that it was complete silver before they, you know, consumed the water of it? No. So I don't know what would have led to that. Maybe she had postpartum depression. I don't know. I just find it weird. And then the person who's on YouTube that keeps saying that he's related to them, like everybody in the family. So everybody in the family knew, and you still let them pick on Lizzie. Mm. What the hell's wrong with you? You know, I'd be careful, like sleep with one eye open, buddy, because if, if the pedophile got killed, what's to say you're not next? Maybe they see something in you that reminds them of dear old dad, and now you're going to be axed off. Yeah. But the, she said that the weapon is there, and it's we're calling it an axe. It's not an axe. It's a broken something or other, but like anything, you didn't throw it out. You know, it was cheap. So it had like a blade. But if you're saying that the stepmother was facing the murderer, well, if, if she's taller than Lizzie, which she would have been, mm-hmm. that would mean swinging up. And the skulls looked like they were swinging down. Yeah. So that tells me it's somebody taller. Well, the only tall people in those families was Mr. Borden and John. John. Yeah. Now, what are the? Do they talk about the the possibility of John being involved there, or do they just kind of pitch you the story that everybody knows while you're there? They don't really mention him until what is it like the parlor? Yeah. But outside, we were already like, okay, because I'm like, there's something wrong here. Like, there's something with that house. And why would you not investigate that house? 
Right. He lives next door. Obviously, somebody there heard something. You can't tell me all these people with their getting up in people's grills because Mr. Borden's rich and runs the town. So you're not going to be up in this business because somebody says hi to them every day when you see them coming and going. If you don't like them, you're going to be kind of like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. You know, and just be like, uh, you know, but somebody talks to them. How did John get that far? Because he lived next door. But why would he come out the side door? Because he knew Lizzie had gone into the barn. And they're saying that that's the barn behind the house. It looks more like a carriage house to me. Yeah. So I, there's a lot of things that just aren't correct. Like I always told my sons growing up, the history books, that was one person's version that they all voted on that that was the best version, the best story. So that's the one that went in the history books. We don't know. Unless you were there, you don't know. Now, if I'm sitting there and a spirit comes up and tells me, okay, this is what happened. Why would I not believe them? It's like people say, like, kids lie when they've been molested. Yeah, kids can't get that kind of information unless they were taught to memorize it or it actually happened. Little kids do not. Five and under, they're not lying. They got no, they got no basis to lie. Right. That was, like, the creepiest house. Like, I was so excited to be there. And then this isn't until, like, last week that, like, you know, it was people are telling me, like, oh, like, people got sick from going there. I'm like, wait, what? For four days. Mm. Oh, it was four days. We had computer issues with the with the map going to drive back to Ray's house. GPS. Like, yeah. what? no, no. Like, it was there. He yeah. saw it. I saw it. And then it changed. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? It had us going in circles for like three hours, like in Thorndike Street. That's all I remember. It was Thorndike Street. I went on Sunday and got sick again. I oh, thought I had food poisoning. So I went on Sunday, took Morgan down for that dress, and then stopped at the Yellow House. And when I hit the highway, that was it. It was food poisoning city. They, The woman that told me about the people getting sick, nobody associates it with being there because... You're like, oh, it must be something that I ate on the way down because you don't associate it, and nobody's reporting that. Yeah. But the mere fact that she like could name all the symptoms, and I'm like, oh my god, no, 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 no. Meatly, Cindy, like, how you feeling? <laughs> but I guess it's Mr. Borden's way of saying to mind your business and don't come back. Makes sense, you know. I'm thinking I mean? the groping would have done that. Some people might like that. Yeah, 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 no, no. I can give you a list of names of. <laughs> Trust me, no. But there are people that do it. I know. No, I'm not that. No. Right See, I kind of i I attribute how active that house was that night also to the fact that you did a great job relating to Lizzie and um, like when she would say something about her sisters, you connected with her on a level that she would understand. Be like, listen, it's okay. Like we have, I have sisters I don't like too. And you know, and I think the more she knew that she was safe with you, the more, once we hit that center room, that's when everything starts flying. We got a picture of her. We got like, we got so many pictures, so many videos. And I never saw any of that stuff. I, I, I never watch any of my live feeds. I never watch people like, Oh, I, you, you look different when you connect with spirit. Watch. No, thank you. No, really. You should watch. Yeah, I'm good. It's just weird to me. 
there was a moment when you said she didn't do it. It just took off and it was like her voice was being heard and then she went with it. And she feels that she's stuck there because she can't get into heaven because he said, the the father told her that she asked for it. Nobody would ask for that. Nobody. I don't care how rich you are. Mm, sometimes money's not worth it. Mm-mm, nope, nope. But I didn't want her to think that she had the wrong demographics. That's why I said to her, you, you guys don't blame her, do you? And they're like, no. I'm like, oh, see, Lizzie, you got the right group tonight, girl, because we're on your side. You know, we believe you. Tell us what you want us to do. We will do it. If we have to dig them up and smash them a few more thousand yeah. times, I can do that, too. You touched me. I'm already mad. You think a spirit can feel like um, negative energy coming from a society, like how society f- felt that she was the was yes. this a cold-blooded killer? You think that if that you, could bother her? Any location you go to, you should always go in with a positive attitude. Even if you're not thrilled about the place, you still want to go with the positive attitude because your attitude is the energy that they're going to feed from. So yeah. if you give it negative energy, you're going to get disgruntled, evil, blah, blah, blah. You're going to bring up the nasty side. However, if you go in there all smiles and stuff, then they're more likely to let their guard down and share their story. Is there any vibe of them being upset that people kind of make a mockery of their death? Uh, Liz, li- listen, Lizzie would give her heart and soul all over again if she could. Listen, she was acquitted, but everybody still thought she did it. Right. How about we just clear her name? That's all she wants right. is to have her name cleared. That's what. And I, mean. I haven't been to the other house, but I hear it's gorgeous. Yeah. So she does feel that you think? You th- you yeah, think and she still carries you know, the burden. Listen, how many of these kids don't know where the nursery rhymes come from? Right. Bring around the rosy, London bridges falling down. You know, there's. There's tons of them. It's supposed to be as a warning for the children. It's kind of a morbid thing to teach a kid in preschool, but okay. That's yeah. what you want to do. It's it's just a weird vibe that these kids come in. Like, I've been in other locations, and the kids have been very disrespectful. To which I'm like, well, you get what you get then. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I would go into your grandmother's house or so-and-so's house and treat them with respect. I wouldn't go in there and, like, you know, pee on their couch or, like, you know, break stuff. That That's the wrong message you're sending. And if you're going to do that and there happens to be an elemental there, well, guess what? You screwed now, kid. You screwed the pooch. You're finished. Exactly. Yeah. Especially when they tell you not to touch that stuff because, like, oh, there's a, you know, Miss Warren sailed it and this and that. Like, yeah. okay. Like, and you still, mm, that's just plain. You can't fix stupid. Yeah. You can fix a lot of things. Stupid's not one of them. And the, do they have like the actual couch that one of the bodies was found on there or something? Dude, I like thought that? that was the real couch, and then the guy had said that they kept at Harvard University. Huh. Imagine coming across that, like you know, <laughs> they Pandora's they, box. <laughs> they gave it to Harvard University. Yeah. To do what? Just to display it, or? Now they're holding it. It's still considered evidence. It's an unsolved crime still. Well, it's got blood on it, I assume. So, yeah. It'd be uh, yeah, because I was thinking, like, the poor woman that was sitting there, I'm like, I don't want to sit down. <laughs> somebody, yeah, somebody told me there's more blood if you get beat over the head with an axe than if you have a heart attack. Yeah, like. I heard that somewhere. I heard that somewhere. I guess <laughs> another had investigated it and found blood downstairs in yeah. the basement. Be, but. 
But that would happen if it took them three days. So you got to figure the stepmom bled, and that was a circle on the ceiling where it was just like to the point where it was just dripping from the center. Right. Sorry, Cindy, you were under it. I know. Um, low, and then it was low. a perfect circle of blood on a rug. So squishy, like when, you know, your house gets flooded from a storm where you're standing there and go swish, swish. Like, that's how thick it was. And I couldn't understand why I was getting so much blood. I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. And why would it be upstairs when I when my assumption was that the room was in the far back? And then the woman goes, oh, you don't know. No, I don't know. What? And she goes, she was cleaning the guest room. The guest room's upstairs. I'm like, oh, okay. I get a weird vibe from the front door, too. Like, this guy wasn't just cheap. He was paranoid. Yeah. So everybody's like, oh, well, maybe she was manic depressive. No, she was autistic. High functioning, by the way. She's pretty smart. She's a smart one. But she was a a Sunday school teacher. So out of all the whack jobs in your family, you decide to pick on the one that's a Sunday school teacher? Yeah, like, they well, didn't make a whole lot of sense. And everybody was on the take. The preacher was on the take. That's um, The doctor was on the take. The maid tried to blackmail him, and she was like, go ahead, blackmail me. What are you thinking? I'm going to get any worse than this? That's, <laughs> that's why the Sunday school teacher was easy, because she fears God. And if you had the priest on the take to lie to her and say that. Not a priest, preacher. She's not Catholic. A preacher. And that's what I had to figure out first. It's like, why is it a preacher? Because it's not a Catholic pr- yeah. priest because we would call them a priest. But there's something when you look at the church, there's something with the stained glass above the entrance. And I don't know what that means. So when racing, I'd like to ra- get into that yellow house, though. Let me in I- there. Ooh. Speaking of colors, I mean, that red light, the racing, the, the fact that it was red, do you think that played in anything? I know the witches, red's big with witches. I don't think she was in witchcraft. Yeah, I don't think she was either, but do you think there was any significance to that red light? Yeah, because we noticed, if it's the same red light that I'm thinking of, the one in the driveway, then we noticed it right off the bat, and I did not get an easy feeling. I was just like, I don't know what that red light is, but I don't like it. It'd be evil. I almost feel like a negative thing, because when I think of like like a positive would be like that light, like a glow like that. That light color, it doesn't even have a color, it's just that glow, you know what I mean? Well, there's a, a, a dead cat that who used to hang around for months on end, and the woman from the Lizzie Borden said that um, he died a couple of months ago. And I said, oh, well, you should know then, because Mr. Borden killed it. The Lizzie cat? said he killed it. Yeah, so I, apparently he didn't like cats That's or dogs. <laughs> But the cat, the cat was still there with us. He wasn't causing any problems. He was just rubbing up people's legs. And I was like, oh, guys, you know, don't freak out. But there's a cat in the room. How do you think Mr. Borden would kill a cat? Um, you think physically or? Well, listen, most mice die. And it's not from a cat ripping off their head. They're dead first from fear. True. And that yeah. used to be one of the ways that they would torture people was to scare them to death. Or tickle them to death. Somebody tried to tickle me to death a couple times. Yeah, I don't like people touching my feet. We talked about <laughs> that on the last episode of Mostly Ghostly. The uh, But yeah, it's very interesting. The, the, her sister, too, was there. The sister was kind of uh, assaulted as well, right? Like she was? Yeah. But the, sis- the sister could get away with more. Yeah. 
because again, she was the beautiful one, so she had suitors that were looking to marry her. Right. Lizzie didn't have that, but that's okay. It didn't make make it right what they did to Lizzie. Oh, of course not. Absolutely not. I never, you know, it's tragic. The whole thing's sad. You know what I mean? Yeah, she she actually what she would have had would have been qualified today as Asperger's. Now, where did they place the, when they accused her of killing the parents? Where did they place the sister in the mix with all this and her her participation? I think she was out shopping that day. Really. Lizzie's not really happy with her sister because, listen, if you have a sister, we all know what it means. Right. Your sister is shady, <laughs> lie, so quick to make make everybody think it was you that did it. Meanwhile, she's already out at the beach having fun, whatever. You know what I mean? They it's, never she, grow up, yeah. They stay young No, and, and they, there's always one in the family that gets everything handed to them. Right. And there's no justification. Yeah, it's the baby thing, I think. I'm wondering where the 41 wax came from, because Lisa asked them, that's like one of the questions she came out swinging, and you kind of reiterated what Lisa said when we were in that basement, is like going back on the nursery rhymes, I'm not really sure where the 41 came from, 40 and 41, because Lisa said when we were there, it was 10... You were like, it's more than, what were you asking her? More it than was, 10? I asked her if it was more than 10. So it was more than 10 with the stepmother, but less than 40 for the father, yeah. which apparently wasn't yeah. enough. Which and she agreed with us. Yeah. Because Matt, you said I the mean, mom I, was 15, 17, and the 17. dad was stepmother. 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 Stepmother got 17. Yeah. And he got less. The father got less. Why do you think the mother yeah. got more? They, because she like stood by. She knew about it. And she still did nothing. Yeah, but don't you she think... was another one that said, oh, it must have been Lizzie. Yeah, I understand that. Everything is like, always Lizzie. And the like hurt the per- of her real mom dying is still there. It's, yeah, it's no, still I hear there. you. I hear you. And she doesn't want to blame her dad. Yeah. She doesn't want to blame her dad and look at him as a bad guy. You know what I mean? No, but here's the thing. The stepmother knew the whole situation prior to their marriage. She didn't do anything to change it. She knew that all she anything that went wrong in the house, this woman could have committed murder in the house and blamed it on Lizzie. The father would have accepted that Lizzie did it. The Hernandez brothers is the same vibe where they killed the mother because right. she let it happen and the father's the guy who did it. You know what I mean? But at no place during this investigation did we ever see or hear of this picture with Lizzie, her sister, Emma, and um, a neighbor. So they're saying it was like a lesbian love triangle. See, That's I've... funny. That's funny because we had lesbians the other night. They also get grouped. Um, we didn't think there was no lesbian life, you know, <laughs> romance thing. It wasn't that. Nope, nope. It was just plain sick twisted. That's what it was. Because, you know, people that, people that are like molested when they're younger, they experiment a lot. So, I mean, if there was local kids around or whatever, she could possibly find herself experimenting with local neighbors and such. Not necessarily. And remember, she had Asperger's. So she was not the one that would have like the nice, pleasant face. She was the one that people said, okay, there's something wrong with her. But yeah, they didn't know that she had Asperger's. It wasn't, I feel wasn't like bad, bad people would prey on that though. Right. Like your father, you know what I mean? Like an uncle, I think, you know, there, there, there'd be, you know, they're, they, they, if they're like a truly evil family, like they sound like they are, then they could have been. 
they could have been pretty much pimping her out. You know what I mean? Listen to me. People like, oh, well, thank God, you know, incest isn't as popular as it was back in the day. No, it is. It's just that people talk about it more. So now people just completely shut down. And I don't believe that people that children that got molested when they were young go around experimenting with the neighbors. That's not necessarily true either. Some of them do. I've heard There's a small, like we're talking maybe one or two percent where the rest of them spend the rest of their life trying to be absolutely, utterly perfect parents or perfect representatives to break the cycle. It's like yeah. anything else. Child abuse, what, which is, this is child abuse, neglect everything. You always know when somebody else is part of that club that nobody wants to be a part of. And being a psychic, you walk into the room and you can already feel like the angst, especially if it's somebody that's lived through it because they're, they want to make sure that they look picture perfect on the outside. Is their hair okay? Um, you know, are, are my nails polished enough just so that you, they can deflect and not have people catch on? I'm with you. You know what I mean? It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I think that, yeah, it probably was very, it's probably darker than we all could even imagine for her. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like it was. And who do you, who do you turn to? The doctor lives across the street. You can't tell me he can't hear the screaming and crying. He's probably getting down with it. He's probably involved. Money. They, it's, it's like, it's depravity, you know what I mean? If you think, it's like, when you think of the really, truly sick people, you know what I mean? And what they would yep. do in a situation like that, it would be like, it'd be, uh, it'd be bad news. But let's talk about things more beautiful, like 40 Wax. So I, I still, I even with the Hernandez thing, I always thought that was weird that the mother got more. And I can understand, yeah, you let it happen, but. Well, she's now taking the mother's place. Yeah. Um, she now has authority from Mr. Borden to tell the girls to do whatever she wants. Oh, so basically, that. so there's a power trip right there. And the behavior and then, started after the mother died, so they could blame her for the behavior, you know what I mean? Right. And then, and then with the stepmother, you know, you'll do what I tell you to do. Or I'll let, I'll tell your father. I could see the, if the father is uh, uh, like, as is, is dark as it is, he could be like, well, if she, your stepmother doesn't give me anything. So I have to get it from you type deal. And then they could hate the mother for that. You know what I mean? Hate the stepmother for that. Like it all depends on how truly evil this person is, which I mean, it sounds That's like he's a, Yeah. Like if you going to have, like he got on the maid for like not locking up the doors. Um, you listen that porridge stuff was rancid. There was buggies in it, stuff in it. I would right. never even eat. It. But he forced them to eat it because that's all he was offering because it would be a waste of food. First of all, how the hell did you get it and not puke all over yourself? <laughs> like I was like, oh, I can't. But that would make sense why Lizzie went into the barn to eat the. Pears or apples? There's always such a controversy on that. She's saying she had pears, but she also had some nuts. So I don't know if there was a a walnut tree. I don't know. But, like, we were looking for a well, too. Yeah. I'm telling you, right between the two houses was some sort of spring or ravine where there was running water, and that's where (laughs) I'm being told that the murder weapons. They don't have the murder weapon. Ray Boone, you've never been to the Borden house, have you? In all your days? 
No, I've never been there. It was a big waiting list for the longest time. You guys were all Illuminati. You got in there quick. So, <laughs> so what do you, our what, lucky day? Yeah. So, what do you guys think actually happened? What do you think the actual true story of what unfolded that that evening was? I think the uncle was looking for money, and there's some rumors that say that Mr. Borden really isn't their biological father. Uh. He's one of their biological fathers. Ooh, twist. Do 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 do. So if he goes in there looking for money, well, who does who can he confront? Well, the stepmother. Mm. Well, she's upstairs, you know, tidying up the room. First of all, why is your uncle staying overnight? He lives next door. What? Can't right. make it home five feet? Come right, on right. now. He's a drinker. Right. So he, he could have been intoxicated, confronted <laughs> the stepmother, killed her, and then he knew to wait for Mr. Borden. And obviously you're going to hear him coming because everything's locked up like Fort Knox. Mm. But Lizzie, Lizzie went to the barn. So the maid's out washing the windows. The sister's not home. The maid's washing the windows. Lizzie's in the barn. That gives him perfect opportunity to just walk away. But he was covered in blood. Like how could, and nobody investigated that house. Nobody asked him what he was doing. Where was his alibi? Didn't they check for bloody clothes? I mean, I'm just, like, there's so many questions. Like, this thing was totally ruined. It's kind of like um, the the little girl, uh, the Ramsey girl, the yeah. beauty queen. John Bonet. The, poli- the police, yeah, they police foobarred that whole thing. It's the same thing here. And then they had to wait for three days. So three days in that house. It's hot. Oh, they the bodies were in the house for three days? Yeah, because it took them that long to get people up there, I guess, to ex- whatever. And then they had to wake them. Now, in this time, it's like 110. Yeah. You guys had it easy. The women had to wear, like, these big, boofy skirts and wool and whatnot. Like, and any one of those things. Who was sick that week? The maid? The maid or um, Lizzie were sick and had gone to the doctor because of food poisoning from eating that, oh, that porridge thing. It was nasty. Food poisoning? Yes, that's why we all felt like we had a little food poisoning, yeah. but there was nothing to eat there. Everything was closed. Conveniently. I want to yeah. go back. Yeah. We never saw the upstairs. Yeah. I want to go back. It's a hot spot. Mm-hmm. You I want to know why there. nobody's investigated that yellow house, though. The yellow house? Is that close by? It's right, right next door. door. And they don't, does anybody live there? People yeah. live there. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, we could answer their phone if it was ringing. Just open up your window and reach over and say hello. Has the, the, the Lizzie Borden house always been a museum, or was there a certain chunk of time where it was other people living in it and stuff? Nobody was living in that house. <laughs> you think people could do some satanic uh, rituals in there? There was times where it wasn't open to the public? There was times when it wasn't open to the public, but nobody wanted to stay there. Like, it, I mean, only those people that probably were doing satanic version would seek it out. But I don't think they were in the house. I think they were on the property. And if you have all these spirits, like these, like Lizzie was there and the father was there, you think they co coexist together, or do you think they don't see each other? I asked Lizzie if she has seen John since he's crossed over, and she said she hasn't seen him at all. Yeah. Now, she didn't pass in the house. She passed many years later, right? 
So why do you think she, just because that's what she's known for is why it sucked her back into it? She's there to protect the children is what she told me. From the father and uncle? Yeah, because it was the uncle's kids. Yeah. So she stayed around to protect them. Because I kept hearing, like, kids laughing and stuff, and it didn't make any sense. I'm like, I didn't hear about any of the kids in there. Yeah. Until the guide told us that, you know, a lot of times the children were over there playing and stuff. So that's why they have toys. And, you know, their spirits come through. So if their spirits are willing to come through and not stay at their own house, which the father's name is John, right? So they go over to the Borden house where they think they're going to be safe. Lizzie's a Sunday school teacher. They feel safe with her. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, it's crazy. I, I I, I feel like a lot of the facts aren't fully there, you know. Like, I'd like to know more about the uncle, you know what right. I mean? Right, it's like, it's like Swiss cheese. I don't understand how they could even bring it to trial. I mean, I understand how they acquitted her, but I don't understand how they could bring it to trial with so many key, like, it's just so twisted. It's like, that worked for you? Like, you know, somebody said, oh, I, I asked them if they killed him. So- I didn't do it. Oh, good enough for me. Okay, next next person interview. It what just was, doesn't make any sense. What was the evidence that got her acquitted? Do you know that, that that they couldn't prove? Do you know what it was? Was yeah. it the, the couch? She was thing? a woman. She was a woman. And she didn't have the power type deal. They they claimed she we're didn't not have the smart enough to tie her own shoes. But I guess we're okay to bend over and take Dad's boots off, aren't we? Mm, oh. Well, and listen, her dream team became a future president of the United States. Is anybody going to go back and say to him, "Hey, you know, I know you messed up. It is what it is. Like, if you have, like, you know, Bailey represent you, you're going to assume you're getting the best deal you can get. You don't have any idea what his shenanigans are behind, you know, behind his desk. Of course. She got a raw deal. I really wish we could clear her name entirely. And do away with that stupid nursery rhyme. It's inaccurate. Is there anybody that's actually trying to move towards clearing a name, like a legitimate yeah. petition? Yeah, this, stuff like this that? person that that was messaging my page said he's done all the work. Like he's like, I solved the case, and you're welcome. <laughs> Tell him not be don't be so. Cocky. I go, I go. Wait, you didn't even watch the video. I said, no, I did. Um, but you can't say that you solved the case, dude. I solved this case decades ago. Um, and you're still young. <laughs> you're welcome from me that I haven't reached through the computer and slapped you in the face, you millennial. <laughs> I like it. I can't wait to see what they do about COVID. Like, where's that nursery where I'm going to take it? Just curious. COVID's going to get dark. COVID, they're, they're trying to get, they're going to take away the population. They're taking away the population. <laughs> like mask or no mask. Do you want fries with that? Mask or no mask? Like, and people that are wearing the mask that are complaining, I had to wear a mask. Well, you don't have it covering your nose. So technically, you're not even using that right. So let me just point that out to you. Like, all orifices. Yeah. <laughs> if you're comfortable, you're not doing it right. You gotta be careful. Yeah, the vaccine. Three shots I've already had. Of what? What are we talking about? Vaccine. I got the two vaccines, and then I had to get the booster shot. 
You got to be careful. The people that don't get the vaccine, they're gonna they're 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 gonna get a civil war. Listen, they're gonna have everybody hate each it's other. It's not the people with the mask that I question. It's the ones without the mask because yeah. a good ninety five percent of the population will lie. Shocking, I know. Oh, dude, I bet, I bet. People lie to your face. Of course they would. They, nobody, oh, I don't think anybody really look. and it's unfortunate, but I don't think any sus- member of society looks at any other member of society like they owe them anything like truth <laughs> or respect. You know what I mean? It's Unfortunately. Just, it's just hysterically funny to me because they're like, well, you wouldn't know if I'm lying. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And you should be ashamed of yourself. That's why I got my mask still on because you a liar. Wow. Well, it's a weird, it's a weird world. But Lizzie Borden can be thankful she never had to worry about COVID. You know what I mean? I'm just thinking that our COVID nursery rhyme is going to be more like, you know, some Metallica music. You know what I mean? It's going to have a little oomph to it. I hope so. Because, I mean, you're not going to downplay this. When you don't wash your hands. Yeah, wash your hands. Your Happy birthday. And you cough in front of your mans. And you give them the sickness. There you go. You should do, you should do the whole nursery rhyme. Um, I'll work on one. We'll get one for the next episode. Okay. But yeah. No, it's weird. It, 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 these nursery rhymes, you know, me and Ray Booten over there talk a lot about this and these you step on, don't step on a crack and all these weird things that were kind of based off these dark things. Do you, do you know the Muffin Man do you who know lives on Drury Lane? The serial killer? When I heard that one, I called my mother and I'm like, it's over between us. She goes, what do you mean? She goes, no, it's, oh my God, it is. And I'm like, you knew? She's like, well, I didn't consciously knew. And I'm like, they, they played for the Dunkin' Donuts commercials. Like, yeah. do you know the Muffin Man? I'm like, yeah, do you know the serial killer, the Muffin Man? Hold on, let me get him for you. He's making the muffins. I really miss the Dunkin' Donuts old guy that looks like Frankie and Magama. Oh, I know. He's the best one. I, I don't know what. I, he died, what, like 20 years ago in the 90s? I, he died. He was like the face of Dunkin' Donuts. Time to that make guy the was donuts. The yeah, yeah. Time to make the donuts. My <laughs> older son, my sorry, my youngest son made um, a rap for Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. It's a, it's a killer rap because, you know, when other kids want to, hey, can you send me that? I want to have my phone. Yeah. We actually got to meet the guy from Dunkin' Donuts. Uh-oh. It owns the one for this regional area. And he he absolutely loved it. And then came, my son proceeds to tell him, like, you should really put bacon bits on top of maple frosted donuts. It would sell. And he goes, you think? And Cameron goes, trust me. Really? And I do away with these ones because those ones are always stale and they, they, they're better as rock. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't know this. And, like, you know, here he is with the phantom gourmet people. And they're, like, looking at him just like, he likes food. I <laughs> they did that. They did that bacon donut. Yeah, they did. Talking about. And they yeah. never gave my son credit, but he was the one that came up with it. Rich people don't give credit or money. That's how they... Listen, they could have paid him off with a dozen donuts. He would have been happy. <laughs> that dozen donuts was not in the not in the, uh, not in the cards. They don't get in the bank account to be able to give right. him a free Exactly, donut. exactly. But we still... Like, the song is still on somebody's phone. I think I still have it on my phone. It's pretty funny. He, he did a good job on it. You're not going to be laughing when Gron- Gronkowski's singing it in a commercial. Why, my son? that rap song okay, so on a commercial. Did, do you remember <laughs> that Gronk and Big Poppy commercial with Dunkin' Donuts? I try to forget everything about Gronk. 
I like well, Big Poppy. I get called when the, I go to the yacht. They call me Big Poppy. The yachts behind them that you see in the commercial. Yeah. Hudson was on it. They that's where he worked that day. And he was like, "You guys, if you guys only knew." He goes, "Those were fi- those were imposters." So they didn't have Poppy and Gronk there. They had stand-ins or look-alikes, and then at the last minute, yeah, that, those were done at a different, I guess, a different set. Yep, the magic of movie making. Somebody was teaching Gronk his name that morning, and then Big Poppy was killing it. Big Poppy's my dude. I like Big Poppy. I don't like Gronk. I I I I don't know. I don't know. Gronk that Gronk was never. Gronk's too much for listen, my liking. Remember Gronkska brothers, okay? And they're they, listen. They play football, but they might not be as face famous. Like you can't go, oh, I know who you are. Yeah. But if you get throat punched one day, you'll know why. It's probably one of his brothers. It's annoying. If, if, if Gronk's brothers are listening, bring it. I'm ready for all of you at the same time. And Gronk, and you bring your Gronk and your grandmother. We'll all go to town. Oh, I'm not even going. a Brady fan. I'm more of a Gronk fan because I think he's a great guy. He's so funny. I don't like Brady after he left the Patriots. But, oh, no. He's supposed to be coming back. What? To play for us? <laughs> I know he wanted to retire here, right? Let me just say, like, he's coming back. But he's not going to be coming back as a player. He's a coach. He does whatever <laughs> whatever his wife wants him to do, he does. If he's smart, he will. I, I, I In the future, the wife kills him. Did you see that? Yeah. Like Phil Hartman. I heard she kills him like Phil Hartman. Beats him to death get... with an Ugg? Yeah. And Gronk killed, you know. Aaron Hernandez is my favorite patriot of all time. A, tr- a true patriot. <laughs> no, 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 no. But if anybody has a jersey, a big 3-4X jersey for Hernandez, I'm looking for one. I've always wanted one. Uh, I, I, I will make a note of that. I think I might be able to help you out. I was telling somebody I like. I if if if, uh, if an athlete ever killed somebody, I'll wear their jersey. That's the <laughs> that's my rule. That's my yeah. Rule. You mean the ones that got caught? You're not talking about the ones that haven't gotten caught, right? No, no, no the ones that did the, the ones that are famous. You got to be fam- a famous athlete for killing people, and I'll wear your jersey. <laughs> so we have Lizzie Ford, and that's one of the greatest unsolved cases. We also yeah. have. Um, the other one that I just watched the other day. They said um, the mer- the guy with the axe, not the axe, the knives. They said it was a doctor from England. Oh, Jack the Ripper. Yeah. But they called him something else. And somebody said it might be the guy that had the torture chamber on the cor- that corner of the street. They said he was a doctor, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's a handful of them that I'd really like to just get to the bottom of. You know what I mean? Like, we can send a man to the moon, but we can't figure this sh- stuff out. Somebody said they found the Zodiac Killer recently. You hear about yeah, that? I saw that? What's that all about? I saw that. Yeah, I, I heard. I heard that like he's old now, and he came forward mm-hmm. or something like that, or they, something happened. They sketched it out. I don't believe it though. Oof. That's like DeSalvi, and I don't think he did it. No offense, but he was just too stupid to start with. It's like the John Wal- John Walsh when his kid went missing. And that oh that Otis like that weirdo dude they found I don't awesome. think that guy actually did it I think he just took credit for it because he was like thought it'd make him famous yeah yeah I think that's same thing with problem. Molly Bish they haven't yeah. found the guy yet there's a ha- there's a handful of them in New England that I just I just want to get to the bottom of 
Like it's about it. time we, we moved on to a new chapter. That's what next next episode will be another story of Massachusetts. Well, you know, we're rounding out four hours, I think. No, we're up there at I think we got an hour and a half. We like to keep it an hour and a half. Did anybody want to say anything closing on the Lizzie Borden thing, though? Because it's very important everybody kind of gets there to wrap it up. Because we don't, we if we can't clear her name, maybe we can clear it with this. This podcast will be out there forever, so people will be able to listen to it. But uh, if you were talking to the judge and, and trying to get her off, what would you be telling the judge right now? I'd be telling them that it's all circumstantial at best, and hearsay is most of the case, and. You can't put somebody in prison because of hearsay. And he, he has got, nothing uh, to do with her being a woman or a man. But right. if you can't make the dots mm-hmm. connect, and you don't have the actual evidence to back it up, have they? I don't know. Have they ever done some CSI stuff with the evidence with, that they had with Borden? I don't know, but I bet there's still blood in that house somewhere. Oh, mm-hmm. damn straight there is because it sat there for three days in the floor. Yeah, it's probably ooh. usually. Usually they, like, rip the walls out and stuff in situations like that and re- redo Yeah, it. that's what they do nowadays. That's not what they did back then because he was when he was too ch- cheap and the, the two dogs were probably like, yeah, who cares? We're not living here anyways. <laughs> yeah, and if he was a liked dude in any way, which I feel like rich people would be friendly with judges and such, then they're not... Oh, absolutely. They're not going to take the, the stance that... That their their old friend did something horrible to this girl, you know what I mean? I'm surprised I she know. got off. Honestly, I'm surprised. Yeah, well, it was because she was a woman. What would she know? That's very weird, though. I even feel like I feel like that's still. I feel like they probably would have blamed her for the fact that she had like an issue. They would have said that she was like a machine. This, like this a, is what I'm saying: is that although she's been acquitted, yeah, she hasn't really been cleared. Right. And if this guy that you know told me to thank him um i'd like to see what evidence he brought forth that pieces it together because he certainly didn't connect the dots in his video right maybe i mean i don't know like maybe we should start looking into this guy john morris and see if his house was ever investigated and stuff like you know do we even have a picture of the guy I, no, I didn't see any in my in my. Uh, I just seen crime scene photos in my investigation and, and pictures of her, of course. Yeah, but um, this, but this, now this picture that he's claiming explains it all would be of Lizzie, her sister, and a neighbor's daughter, and they're in some sort of clown outfit or whatever, and they have masks. For yeah. whatever reason, this mask thing is the hidden jewel, the the key to everything. I don't get it. I looked at I. I didn't see anything that dazzling. Cool picture, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Lizzie Borden's presence at the home was also a point of dispute during the trial. Their heads were removed during the autopsy. That's a fun fact. The skulls were admitted. Boiled. Boiled. Yeah, as evidence presented in 1893. Board, upon seeing them in the courtroom, she fainted. Lizzie fainted in the courtroom when she. I seen think them. that's to be expected of anybody. When yeah, you that's a little too much. So you beheaded my parents, even though I didn't like them, and then you boiled their heads and peeled everything off. Oh, why don't you eat the spoiled porridge? Because like that's in the same category. 
boy, yeah, going boiling the head is very Edgine after the fact. It's a different what, different level here. You gotta remember, they didn't have refrigeration at that time, so like that had to have been quite ripe. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, maybe that's what they used the axe for, Ray. <laughs> Cutting them up. Dude, that axe was so realistic looking. It was. What? <laughs> yeah, a special effects artist did that. But I remember we did. Um, I worked on a film where we had uh, the haunting of Alice D, where we needed period piece clothing, and I think like some of the the people from Lizzie Borden House they have like actors, right? Was that them? Did they have actors there? They might. Our guy yeah. was just dressed in regular clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. The whole deal's a little weird. But yeah, I think, uh, you know, everybody should kind of look into it deep, deeper, of course. You know, John, find out where the uncle's story is, is huge. Uh, and maybe, like, what the story is with the wife. Because then he can start to piece together the relationship with him and the brother Ex a little bit. Exactly. Because if he, you could either take it as he maybe killed the brother because he found out the brother was evil and did bad things, or he did bad things with the brother and it was money like you talked about and it was a bribery thing. He had a lot of outstanding bills, like when you're saying, oh, my brother is, you know, Borden. Well, then it leads to, well, why aren't the last names matching? Was that because he was an illegitimate child? Mm. It's like, it's, all, it's like, it's just so many layers. Like, we have to go back and start from scratch again. I don't feel that any evidence other than starting from the beginning with the whole just, like, when you empty a box of puzzle pieces, starting from scratch, that was the only, that's the only way we're going to get over this yeah. and figure out the answer. Agreed. Staying with him, uh, he might have been trying to get money on it, you know, if you, if you, if you stay with him and kind of hang with them all day and all night, try, you know. Reminiscing of the good times, hoping that he'll uh, remember the good, you in better light and give you some money type deal. You know what I mean? Because he had a house, right? He just didn't. It was across the street. I don't even know who did she. Did their guide say whether or not that that Mister Borden owned it, or if it was the brother's property? I don't know. It's just weird how they just like oh, when he lived next door. So, anyways, it's like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. don't gloss over there. Let's go back. Right. Wait, what? Why was, if he lived next door, what the hell was he doing in your guest room? Right. Why did so, she have to clean it up? Like, you know, it's just, it just seems weird, that's all. Yeah, I'm with that. Maybe we'll return for a part two to this episode. This could be a Bart Dose, a two-part episode. Yeah, let's go mean? back. Get mm -hmm. pizza first, though. Get yeah, we got to eat you first. I'm all about eating. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. <laughs> Mr. Booten shall make a visit, hopefully. Booten, you're looking pretty thin over there. <laughs> you look like you need a sandwich. Well, you talk about boiled skulls. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that earlier, but I'm like, you know what? I don't really want to. <laughs> I like it. Actually, that is was a gift. It came down from a medicine man in Canada. Oh, nice. It is, it is an old, uh, extinct version, an old version of the wolf. And he gave it to me because uh, my tribal name is Nashuank Makwosham, which is spirit wolf. Nice. 
That's a, that's a special gift. Not everybody gets those. Well, with that being said, folks, let the, let, let, let's run through the line real quick and let everybody know where they can reach you, Where if they want to check into your stuff. We'll start with Ray real quick. Ray who, me? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows where they can get Ray booing at. They get him right here on Mostly Ghostly, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the, yeah, I know you got Met- Metro West Paranormal investigating on um, Facebook. Yep. yep. Um, is there a .com site as well? Um, not yet, no. Okay. There's um, a PO Box 121, um, Metro West PO Box 121, South Mass 01550. They want to send fan mail, you know? Yeah. It's basically on Facebook. Hit them up on the book. Get some merch from them. They got they they killing them with the merch. There's no other paranormal team merching it up. And Cynthia Whitney. Yeah. Where can Definitely people grabbing the purple dahlia and heading out to Route 195 to hit up those murders? I oh, think yeah. yeah. I think that um, you know she's onto something here special. And I want to know who killed those ladies of the night on 195. Never been solved. I think we got the the key to the lock right here. A lot of unsolved. And Lisa, where can people catch you? Where can people catch you? I'm on the Purple Dahlia, Not Your Average Medium. Just go to Facebook and you can type in at the search bar, the Purple Dahlia, and I come up. There's a florist, but I'm not the florist. Um, You can reach me on Live Paranormal, I manage their page. I'm a guest on their show often. Again, I'm with Ray for the Metro West Paranormal. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Ray, Booten, do you want to say anything in closing? Uh, no, I'll just stay here with my boiled skull. I, I was hoping that skull was going to open up its mouth and start talking. Uh, that would have been Put great. Put a carrot in there. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> so if you, if you enjoyed this show... Catch out more Mostly Ghostly episodes wherever you heard this. Check out the Boombastic Media YouTube page. This Halloween, we're going to have our uh, annual Halloween special on October 31st. Pop on there. We got a bunch of cool things. Big, long video going type deal. Anybody looking to support, we got Boombastic streaming on the Patreon service. You know what I mean? All the kids are using that Patreon these days. And uh, we're all over the social medias that I'm sure you, everybody who's listening knows. So, with that being said, we thank everybody for listening. We thank everybody for being on the show. Okay. And we'll catch all y'all on the next episode of Mostly Ghostly. Ghostly.